Minds and Vibes Podcast is the perfect wrestling podcast. Tides and Vibes Podcast. Tides and Vibes. All right, we're starting. We're starting it. Started Dom Dom Podcast. <laughs> Dom Dom Podcast. <laughs> Welcome to Tights and Fights, the show that discusses wrestling with the sincerity and hilarity that it deserves. I'm the Halamo Dome, Hal Lublin, and I'm joined today by my fellow members of the Nation of Conversation, the flirty number 30, Daniel Radford. Dom Dom down. Dom Dom down. Down. Dom Dom down. Dom Dom. It's him with a squirt <laughs> bottle of Mountain Dew pitch black. <laughs> yeah. Also joining us as always is three, two, one, Kelk. Lindsay Kelk. How good would it be though if that did happen? Wouldn't it be great? Like they had a number three in the rumble, in the men's rumble. They were one person down. I could have done that if I could be in any WWE or any wrestling match whatsoever, I would be in the Rumble in a heartbeat. The Royal Rumble is the one thing that any of us could actually do. I couldn't show up to WrestleMania and be dope. You know what I could do? Show up to the Rumble, run in, have two seconds, lay down, and then scooch the fuck out. Or um, (laughs) alternatively, get into the Rumble, never get into the ring, play possum, get into the ring, get murked and then scooch out. I'm actually now like on team tights and fights in the rumble. Suddenly you're like, wait, there's a way to win this if we really put our mind to it. You could do a Drew Carey. In 2001, for those for those who don't remember, gather around the, the <laughs> campfire. Grandpa <laughs> Hal's going to tell you a story about the early 2000s when everything was hardcore. Yeah, where lugs were stomping their way into rings across the country. Was wrestling like in the year two thousand and one, <laughs> Uncle Hal? Tell I'll us, tell you. please. Drew Carey enters the ring. I don't know him. As the Hardy Boys are eliminating one another, so he's in the ring alone. I know them. This is long before he would become the host of The Price Is Right. Bob Barker's still working at this point. Who's next? The the, the counter three, two, one, and here comes Kane, the big red monster. Drew Carey climbs over the top rope. And eliminates himself <laughs> gently. No one touches him. And then he can go hang out in catering. And I will tell you, catering at a WWE event is no joke. That is uh, like, imagine the best buffet you've been to. It's better. The first place I want to be is in the Rumble. The second place I want to be is in catering. Yeah, for uh, sure. And the, that, that's, that all Scratch that. Reverse me. it for me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be in this Rumble because it was a real long ramp. And by the time I got to that bottom, I would have yeah. been quite tired. My dude, that's a oh, dude. blind. Give bend. me the Andre the Giant. It was. Like, give me the ring. Give me the ring on on wheels. So yeah, take no, no, there. no. It's it fine. was one of those ones where I was like, "Can we give them chariots again? Remember when we used to give yeah. them chariots? Yeah, give them the Undertaker's shitty bike. Like, let them roll themselves <laughs> down. It's it's far. It's so far. He looked like when I first learned to ride a tricycle, and I'm just like, I'm doing it, mommy. I'm doing it. My little legs like clump 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 clump. I'm doing. I got down the ramp. Oh, I made it around the corner. Mom was like, that's great, baby. That's good. Just let me know if you need a hand. (laughs) You know, the dumbest part of the whole show, I'm going to say this, is when Shotzi comes out in a tank 
and then stops after six feet and then runs the rest of the way. <laughs> she would have like, had an advantage had way over everyone there. else. They were gassed the by the time they got to the ring. She could have gotten to yeah. the ring fresh as a daisy, having done no mm-hmm. like million mile sprint all the way down. She, she, yeah, she fucked mm-hmm. herself there. She would have won. Yeah, I'm, I'm calling it. She would have won. It would have been. Amazing. I'm very happy about little tank, but like, come on, Shotzi. Yeah. A little strategery. <laughs> the road to WrestleMania is being paved as we speak, and we're going to get to the biggest story of the entire show in our main event. But first, we're going to talk about the rest of the show. Let's start with the women's rumble. Obviously, a low light is Shotzi forgetting that her tank can go instead of her legs to get her down to the <laughs> ring. That's not the she lowest. She hasn't had it for a minute. Maybe yeah. she forgot like how far it can go. Maybe she doesn't know. It's so long since she's you know been able to ride it around the NXT parking lot. It's not safe. We have a very active group text on days when there's not a major one of the one of the big four. Then when it is, it goes crazy. And this is a, a a rare time where I was actually watching it live as it was happening. What did I write? Like maybe mid rumble. Does anybody remember? Oh god, we wrote so many things during this rumble. Uh, well, anyone could predict this would be like a hundred type monkeys with a hundred typewriters like it could Allow be me to anything to remind would be you. correct i'm not the guy who who was like here's who's gonna win the next 15 super bowls and then i put out 80 versions of it and then the one that's right i keep up right i wrote it would be great if number one and two were the actual were the final people in the rumble what happened grandpa hal gather grandpa everybody hal. gather around the fire <laughs> grandpa hal called it right the two people who started with the two people who ended. It was a great story. Yep. It was a good rumble. It was like a good... Uh, overall, so both rumbles fun. were good. One of my favorite pay-per-views mm-hmm. recently, mm. but I do think sure. it's going to... I think it's going to age well, like fine wine. I've already watched it three times, <laughs> top to bottom, because I keep putting it back on to be like, I want to watch a specific moment, and then I end up leaving it on and watching the whole thing. And I've watched it three times, and it's only Wednesday. And I have enjoyed it. For different reasons every time. Okay. And I really felt like the thing they nailed this year on both rumbles was the pacing. There was never a moment in the women's or the men's where I was like, can we crack on? I feel like this is filler. I really felt like it was fun all the way through and I was invested in who was in the ring all the way through. Kudos for that, because that's really not easy. And when you watch a lot of them, and I always do every year, I go back and watch a ton of rumble matches the week before the rumble. You see how many of them you're like, you can drift out for 20 minutes. You can kind of zone out for a minute while you go get your mm-hmm. snackies. But with this one, there was no time for snackies. I know because I was in charge of the air fryer and I kept missing things, <laughs> which is why I've had to watch oh, it three Yeah, times. what were you making? Oh, so um, I made air fryer chicken wings, which were excellent. Oh, First yeah. time I've done the wings yeah. in the air fryer, they were amazing. Oh, they're so good. I'll never go back. Very bait. Like, I'm not fucking with garlic. I'm not by a friend who puts cream cheese in it. And I'm like, leave me alone. It's not unpleasant. It's just not right. <laughs> it's just incorrect. Is that how they make it in Wisconsin? <laughs> I mean, he's from North Carolina. One block Please let of me know cream if this cheese. is a Raleigh delicacy. What I do is I slice a bunch of, this is guacamole talk now. I slice a bunch of uh, cherry <laughs> tomatoes. and guac. Tights and guac. <laughs> I slice a bunch of um, cherry tomatoes in half. And then I throw those in. And yes, 100% red onion. Um, 100% um white pepper because it just looks better um i don't know no one's ever explained to me the goodness of white pepper but it just looks better this is also gonna serve for your super bowl podcast oh no i see you julian i see you uh, but we haven't heard hal's recipe yet julian yeah we have to- <laughs> did you say the super bowl uh, hold on <laughs> 
Julian, welcome to Wednesday night, baby. Yeah. Well, let's talk about, can we talk about Noah Vax returning at number 30 in the Women's Rumble and how we feel oh, about that? The only part of the whole thing that I'm mad about. The only part of the whole thing that I well, find disappointing. Well, it, it, it sounds like, um, and I don't know, you know, that uh, we're still dealing with the rumors, but it sounds like. It was like a one-off, which would be oh, It better be. I genuinely, like, I, obviously we were all hoping for someone else, anyone else, but really all hoping for Naomi, I want to say. Yeah. Yeah, and this was the biggest mm-hmm. fucking troll possible. It was like, oh, you wanted Naomi, guess what? This this asshole, this asshole who talked shit <laughs> about so many of her co-workers. Oh, yeah, no, I was so upset about it. I was so upset yeah. about it. And the countdown didn't go off. And the countdown so, didn't go off. They were like, the ring. 10, like, 9, happened? I'm not like most girls. I'm like, oh, okay. <sighs> it makes oh, okay. me so cranky, mostly because it's like, I used to love her. I used to be I like, mm-hmm. oh my God, that's my thick bitch. That's like, that, that's my bitch that I love. She thick and she's I know, strong. And sometimes she fucks up. Playlist. <sighs> like, she messes up sometimes, but if you just give her a chance, she'll get better and then and then nope. all of the anti-vax stuff and and like canceling appearances and being weird and just like i mean what, what where was your love of wrestling in your time off i i'm so mad about it i'm so mad about it i don't want this i, I asked for baked potato they gave me a baked potato and then uh even though i'd asked for like some different sides there was like one side in there that i had not asked for they were like here's some cream cheese here's some butter here's some bacon bits and some spring onions and they were like oh but also here's some mushy peas because you fucking hate mushy peas but you don't have to have them but they are in here and it has slightly slightly tempered your enjoyment of your baked potato well they just gave you potatoes right just someone who only throws all they had to potatoes. do was just give me potato well i i was i oh, so mad i all I wanted was my potato, but they were like, but, but this too? And I was like, you've ruined he, it. You've ruined it. Because here's the thing. Don't ask me to believe that the, that she's going to go up against Rhea. We're not doing that today. That isn't who we are. No. 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 It was a great final three. I liked the end a lot. Love the uh, end. It was It was very good. Another thing, I feel like I'm just saying the negative. I did love the oh, show. Oh, we're going to get into the love. Yeah. If you're going to bring Zelina Vega out to basically do a Street Fighter, it was Street Fighter 6, right? Mm-hmm. Street Fighter 6 commercial. Yeah. And she's dressed as Chun-Li. Ugh. And she doesn't do the kiss. Is she just, like a new character? F- she's not Chun-Li, right? It's a here? new character, isn't it? I thought she was Chun-Li. Jury, I want to say, or something like that. That's... Okay. Feel right. Oh, it's a new character? But I think it's not Charlie. Oh, no, because I was like, I wish I knew it. who this was. It's Jury. It is Jury. J-U-R-I. Yeah. J- All right. Listen. A sadistic thrill streaker. Oh, I was definitely waiting for like spinning flying kick. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Because when I was allowed to play it, I always did that because that's all I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite thing as a child. I like Zelina Vega. I'm glad she got the work. She's super talented, especially on the mic. She'll be great as a guest commentator in the game. But I, I don't want play-by-play and color commentary while I'm playing Street Fighter. I'm just really happy for her. I'm very, I can't <laughs> wait to see what like song they're going to put. And she's like, the Street Fighter is the championship of dreams. Like that'll probably be what it is. Like those songs while like the, like, the song plays. I'm so happy for her oh though. Goodness. She's going to love that shit. Yeah, good for her. Yeah, this is her, like it's a dream come true, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. And oh, she totally. deserves it and she earned it. Yes. That's like a little feather 100%. in her cap where again, uh, WWE clamps down on the stuff that she wants to do. She can be like, and then go back and be like street fighter 2000 this is where (laughs) dreams come true and men eat meat 
and women do kicks. I'm going to take you on a ride. <laughs> Speaking of dreams come true, Piper Niven got her fucking name back. Oh, that was my yeah. dream come true. That, I wrote a book called right? The Christmas Wish, and that was my Christmas <laughs> wish for Piper Niven to never, ever be associated with the previous name, which I'm not even going to say. Uh, but that was a real no. happy moment for me. There was a lot of screaming. I was drinking during the yeah. Rumble this year. There were so many moments in that Women's Rumble yeah. where I was like, yes, yes. But did you see her backstage outfit? I didn't even, I thought, I was like, oh, who this cute ass, thick ass publicist? And then I thought, I was like, <laughs> back to Piper. And I was like, Piper, Piper, who gives She's a shit? Gorgeous, I love her. I was like, fucking sit next to me, Piper. Like, let's talk. Because I want to know where you bought your clothes because oh my god she looked amazing like in all of the yeah. press junkie stuff yes great to see Rhea win she will now challenge charlotte which i know everybody wants to see her fight bianca belair that'd be a very good match but i also understand from a storyline perspective charlotte's the one that took the belt from her mm-hmm. charlotte humiliated her multiple times so for her to want to go kick charlotte's ass actually makes sense does that mean the entirety of judgment day is moving on to smackdown i would assume they're not going to break up I wouldn't want that. If they trot over to SmackDown for this storyline, that puts them back in Ray's path, who is also on SmackDown. And surely, mm. she says, surely we're going to get Dom Dom versus Dada at Mania. Yep. Right? Do we not Do we not have to yes. have Dom Dom versus Daddy? Oh, my God. Which will be amazing. Uh, the, him, him coming out with that mask on. He's really he's, I'm he's transcended. Really he's peaked. impressed. Really impressed. Not only that, but his promo on Raw even like he, he like he got better in a way I don't think any of us could have predicted. Oh my god. 100%. 100%. He even just but looking at him heel. like it's his attitude and his uh, charisma. It's like where did this come from? Where was this? Honestly, because you went from being someone I don't even want to see on my screen to being someone I cannot get enough of as part of Judgment Day, on your own, like in these skits, whatever it is, I love it. I don't even know what they've done to his hair. It's so much better. And we were up close and personal with that hair, Danielle, and it's so much better. And again, when we met him, he was such a sweet boy that I was like, Lindsay Kelk, I can't be mean. I can't be mean for at least a week. <laughs> no, we felt it made us feel bad for our disparaging of Dominic. Uh, but little did we know, Dom Dom was on the way. The, the best heels have some element of truth in them. All the, like, not all the way back, but including maybe most notoriously Mick Foley in ECW, the Kane Dewey promo. Like, there's something that is upsetting you that you then turn into a character piece. And for mm-hmm. for Dom, there's nothing he could do when he came in. His his whole character was, I'm, I'm Rey Mysterio's son. And that's not much to go off of. So to turn him heel and resent his father for that, it's yeah. got to be so much fun. It's mm-hmm. always fun to play the bad guy. It's just more fun to play the bad guy. I can tell you that from personal experience. Well, like, Bay Mysterio, am I right? Yay! (laughs) It it, it held there for a minute, but I'll let it go. Oh, no, 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 no. I felt it. Well, no, because it is one of those things where it's like, this is when you know that people are like, hey, here's what's happening. Here's the response. Let's embrace it and have fun with it. He's clearly the most Nepo-y of Nepo babies. And we talked about it for over a year where it's like, dude, you got to do something. I don't want to body shame but clearly you don't work out enough because you can't lift people the way you need to lift people in WWE. You can't do the moves. Yeah. It's not body shaming if it's also 
pointing out the fact that he was just not physically capable of doing the things you should be physically capable yes. of doing if your job is to be an athlete. Yes. You know, and he nobody's wasn't out able here to... saying, Kevin Owens, why are you not a traditional, conventionally attractive man in Marvel shape? Because he's fucking incredible at what he does, right? Exactly. And and it was like, you you can't talk on the mic. So it, uh, our, our entire, I think everyone's thing for like a year was, um, hey, baby, what are you doing, honey? Like, you can't talk. You can't move. Why, why is hair. you here? And you got bad hair. Why is you here? Mm-hmm. And then as soon as they turned it into, oh, yeah, I'm like a crappy Nepo baby. And I need and I need this very hot, stern, I'm drooling, um, woman to show me how to delve into my villain side, delve into being a better wrestler, whatever, and making that part of the storyline. Oh, I'm sorry. Dum dum. Dum dum. Dum dum down. Dum dum down. What if I turn my face down? What are you doing? We don't go to second ropes in your rumbles. You want to get eliminated? Especially if your father comes in, he uses the ropes to his advantage, dude. Come on, get down. Dum dum down. Stay close to the ground. Of course I'm more qualified to teach Dominic than Rey Mysterio is. I have taken to saying it to my cats all the time. Like <laughs> <laughs> whenever they're on anything. Dum dum. Dum dum down. Dum dum get down. down. And then sometimes <laughs> I'll hold the cat and, I'll, and I will say on behalf of the cat, Mommy, can you let me down? Because I like that too. <laughs> I love them. Everything they give us is gold. They are the greatest. That was abuse. Yeah. That's abuse. <laughs> you can't win the rumble. Why are you going up on the second rope? You can't win the rumble. That's a- oh, God. I love them. I love her. I want her. And that's why when Naya showed up, I was like, if this is your answer, to Rhea Ripley, yeah. you need another question. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of, of giants going going the distance, Gunther looked fantastic in the men's rumble. Oh, Enters number one. Seventy minutes is the is the second to he's the last man eliminated in 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 Cody Rhodes' run. I thought their segment it was they basically turned it into an entire match with the two yeah. of them. Yeah, I loved it. I thought it was so smart because to have Cody come yeah. in at thirty. You know, we like remember a week ago when I was like, I don't know, it just feels too obvious for him to win and come in at thirty and all mm-hmm. these things. Surely, at least at yeah. least he has to come in at number one and survive everybody. At least these things, but they subverted all my expectations. Yep. They took all the things I was expecting. They did them, and then they turned it all on its head and had him tell this grueling story because you made Gunther look like a just wrestling I'm sorry Baron Corbin a wrestling god from top to bottom you made him look like he could beat yes. anyone in that ring yes. yeah <laughs> by the end I felt like it was a gauntlet match and he'd fought everybody and then yes. he still looked fresh he still looked mm-hmm. like he could murder Cody with his bare hands and then they had an absolute banger and I look forward to that return because surely Gunther's gonna be like I want a one-on-one with you you mm-hmm. owe me that at least. Like, I will take that as one of my yeah. holdover matches. Mm-hmm. And it really made it feel earned when Cody won. It, I didn't feel like he was handed it. I didn't feel disappointed that number 30 had won. And I hate when number 30 wins. And also, they did a great job. I feel like, um, and this is so nitpicky. This is such a, like, I've been watching the Royal Rumble for so long. Imagine I'm pushing up my glasses, but I'm not right now because they're all foggy and I can barely see out of them. I don't like when someone comes in and then just hangs out in the corner and does rest stuff. But here's the thing. With Gunther, I kept kind of forgetting that he was still in it because they did a really good job Mm -hmm. of not showing when he would take his rest breaks. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
which is that again that that that's a direction that's camera work that's editing the whole thing was smart it was so well paced there was something happening all the time Mm -hmm. uh logan paul and ricochet right the logan Logan paul ricochet even when um there was a moment and logan paul was i'm totally blanking who it was i've watched it three times uh he was fighting right on the edge and they paused for cody entrance because the camera was on the two of them and it looked like he was about to eliminate someone or he might be eliminated and then clearly one of the referees was like hang on a minute fellas cody's about to come out but you have to go back and kind of rewatch that to to see that moment but the pacing and again credit to the rest because that's who's that the guys on the outside is who's running this match right like what? the rumble's got to be a nightmare yeah. i think the only thing you know as a performer going in is who eliminates you and who you eliminate and that's like sort of how they manage the traffic but uh, Logan Paul was a fun surprise return. Now that's this sets up because he eliminated Seth Rollins, a match with Seth Rollins, which I assume is going yeah. to happen at WrestleMania. Um, we'll see if Logan Paul works his way into the elimination chamber. That could happen as well. Can you imagine how hard they will go? Yeah, I think it's like a good step. Like the Miz was a great opponent for him, but I think he needs to be the heel. And I think with Seth Rollins, he will be the, yeah. even though Seth is playing a mm-hmm. tweener. I think when you put Logan Paul into a feud of them, he's still getting beat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And gets, I felt he like he leaned into he it here more work. than he has previously. Yeah. Um, and in his little post-show out. interview when he was like, I don't care if they're booing me, cheering me, as long as they're making noise. I'm like, oh. yes. I mean, he just gets it. I'm not going to, we're not going to turn this into yeah. Logan Paul again, but like, he gets it. That's all yeah. there is to say. He knows yes. what he's doing. He, he gets it. He will be an incredible heel in a show match at WrestleMania. Bianca Belair... Beating Alexa Bliss match was fine. I'll be the one who says it. I may be the only one who says it. I'm bored with her title run. I'm just bored. It needs to be over. She needs not a refresh. Like, she's got everything you want in a performer. There's nothing she's doing wrong. It's just stale. Just time. She needs I to think turn you're right. heel. It's just time. Or lose the belt. That's one of kind the two. of why I was hoping, like, Rhea and Charlotte is fun. Rhea and Bianca. Come on. But then I wonder if they don't do that because Bianca might go heel. If Bianca <laughs> turns heel, then that's totally oh, fine. But I, and I also am excited yeah. to not know who Bianca's opponent is yet. Like, I that's agree. exciting to me. That's fun. Um, but yeah, I am in total agreement. I thought the match was fine. I thought it was better than I actually thought it was going to be. Uncle Howdy was there. Uncle Howdy was there. Uncle Howdy was there. comes together. Look. It's, it's nice when your family shows up to support you. I'm ready for Bianca's next thing. And I do think she's kind of gotten lost in the shuffle a little bit. Uh, but then she literally comes on camera and she's just a fucking shining star. So is she ever lost in the shuffle? I know. A question. I know that she's busy with Melanie's money because they need to remind people that there is someone named money on the show. Kana versus Bianca. That's fucking. Oh, I mean, directly into my veins. That would be because do you know what a beatdown that would be? Dark, creepy Kana. And look, I don't know how they're going to treat it with Bianca. What I do know from watching all of her stuff is that her and her man are people of God. And people of God will be like, this possessed demon is not allowed in God's house. And God's house is wherever I am. (laughs) I'm a murder clown from probably Love a murder clown. Because I want the murder clown to win the elimination chamber. I want the murder clown. Uh, so I like. Cute, I would be fine yeah, with that. I like cute Oscar, but like I get her on Kanachan TV. That exactly. We can watch her go and buy a spiralizer on YouTube anytime we like. 
who need more murder clowns on TV? Test out a new rice cooker. Make some more wrestler soup. Do that on your show. Be a murder clown on TV for me. Spit green. All right, one last match. I I notoriously (laughs) hated, I think we all did. We all hated the Bray Wyatt Randy Orton match at WrestleMania (gasps) where they showed the the cockroaches on the stage. All of the no, not the not the House of Horrors, not the House of Horrors. That was terrible. The one where oh, they projected, the yeah, where they were the projecting stuff. Match? Yeah, where it's like, oh, they're at that party from the Doors movie, yeah. <laughs> where uh, where Ray Manzarek's like, these people are the devil, man, and they leave, and he's getting high, and Andy Warhol's got a gold phone he can talk to God with. That's what they're showing. It's like it's like that. Uh, that's what's going on. It's the screens at, at rock and bowling that are above the lanes that show like <laughs> like weird like Italian horror films from 1966. It, it was the mall in uh, the Spencer's Gift in the mall that I went to shop for all of my original like uh, a dorm room yeah. stuff when I moved into my parents. I was like, sure. ooh, if I put a black light on this, it looks like magical mushrooms. Well, this is different. So the WrestleMania match was was all the stuff they showed on the screens above the lanes. This is they turn the lights out and everything's black light. And, and damn it all to hell if I'm the only one who thinks this, I'm the only one who thinks it. But I thought it was really enjoyable. I thought it was entertaining. I thought they were able to pull off effects using something that is a dumb conceit. There is no version of that match, I think, that works any better than what we saw. And just the makeup effects on Bray Wyatt alone made it compelling. And the rest of it played out like a match. Everything's day glow. Yes, fine. Honestly, the little neon panties yeah. were hilarious. They were genuinely, when they turned the lights out, I was like, look at his neon dick. It was very funny <laughs> to me. Uh, and I know it was on purpose, so I love it. I love it. I respect yeah, it. I liked it. It's fine. And LA Knight looked good. The dude's a star. I mean, he's just yeah. a star. Please move into something. Put him in the elimination chamber. That was one of those matches where it's like, it's, we're going to make fun of it forever. It's no one involves fault. Sure. Marketing sold this. Yeah. They had to figure it out. And that is what they did. Yeah. But to, I mean, obviously, like you look at it. I liked like it. Ah. That final shot with the family above. Th- that was creepy as fuck. That was yeah. creepy. And they I all up there looking it. down. And maybe, and, and maybe if it wasn't like um, literally Mountain Dew themed, <laughs> I wouldn't feel the way that I felt. Because it, it does feel like, look, here's the thing. Imagine if um, back in the day there was a match where it was like um, Kane and the Undertaker and they were fighting a fire match. It was like, this is the Cheetos uh, 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 fire match. Flaming hot. Yeah, this is the flaming hot match. Brought to you by Cheetos. Hmm. We would all be like, uh, or if there was a match, what would be like the last time that um, bring back Seth Rollins- bring balls of fire? Yeah. Now or- we have a sponsor. Now we have a sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> or that time where it was like, oh, this is the last time that Seth gets to use the curb stomp. Brought to you by Lugs. Even if the match is good, I'm still gonna fucking make fun of it. I'm sorry, I am, and I and I understand that I understand how capitalism and money and marketing works. Because trust me, it's not like I haven't had to do those stretches and jobs that I've done. It's how I feel every week on SmackDown, though, when they show me the progressive match flow. <laughs> I think, uh-huh. well, played to Michael yeah. Cole for doing it with such a straight face. Uh, it's not easy to work in that kind of sponsorship. Mm-hmm. It's not easy. So why not just balls to the wall, make it ridiculous like this? Yeah, are using a wooden mallet to wedge in Street Fighter references into comments during the Royal Rumble. They put a commercial. Instead of making the whole match a sponsored match, they put a commercial in the middle of the Rumble and made me watch it. I'm sorry. 
No. Because like one day there is going to be, this is only a reference for me and Lindsay Gelf. One day there's going to be a match where it's like, uh, this is the Ardell Wispies match brought to you by Ardell. Uh, whose uh, fake lashes come off first? We're going to judge that by whoever takes um, the first. Um, oh my God, I don't know. What? what I would watch it, though. That's the fucked up thing. I'm like, I would watch it. And that match would run because Ardell Wispies are the goat. And uh, anyone who's wondering what eyelashes to start with, Ardell Wispies. Anyway, if you've got any thoughts on this year's rumbles, you can tell us about them in our Facebook group brought to you by Wispies and find us on all the other socials via the links in the show notes. When we come back, we've got to break down the latest in a story nearly three years in the making. That's up next on Tights and Fights. They can be anywhere at your office, in your car, and they are wrong. My mom says that the gray house didn't exist, but she's wrong. He just does it wrong. Someone in your life is wrong about something. Something small, something weird, something vitally important. Only one person has the courage to tell them just how wrong they are. You know what you did was wrong, but your daughter is a liar who eats garbage. (laughs) (laughs) They call me Judge John Hodgman. Listen to me on the Judge John Hodgman podcast. If someone in your life is doing you wrong, don't just take it. Take it to court. Submit your case at MaximumFun.org slash JJHO. Welcome back to Tights and Fights. I'm Hal Lublin and I'm joined today by... Danielle Radford. And Lindsay Kelk. This week, we're going to give one corner of wrestling some extra attention. Brought to you by Massengill, this is our main event. No, Massengill. Let's get ready to run. Oh. Anal bleeding. Oh. Whoa. Oh. Rhymes with shit. Holy shit. WWE Dynamite. I love Kate. On a hard fart victory. Live, pal. What? Your natural know what juices it is. are beautiful. Your natural juices are beautiful. Don't flood no, them. It's dry it out down there. <laughs> Vagina powder. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> Turn into the pit of carcoon down there. Who cares? Hell out here advocating for yeast infections. We know what's best for you. We're a bunch of white guys in lab coats. <laughs> anyway, Roman Reigns successfully Wait, Hal, did defended. You say pit? Wait, what? Did you, did you say pit? I said the pit of carcoon. Rhymes with shit. Okay. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh shit! Oh, I did. Right. Julian, look, oh, Julian. My goodness. Look, look, look. Somebody play the Eagles fight song. I need a cigarette. <laughs> Wrestling works hard, but Julian works harder. Oh my goodness! What a day. Roman Reigns successfully defended his title against Kevin Owens in the Royal Rumble main event, but really that's secondary to the subsequent beatdown that KO got from the bloodline before Sami Zayn finally decided that he'd had enough of Roman Reigns, betrayed the tribal chief with a chair to the back. I'm trying to think of a louder pop that I've heard 
I can't think of one, not for a very, very long time. The limit does not exist, Hal. It doesn't. It doesn't I think it's exist. bigger than Daniel Bryan winning the title, isn't it? Bryan. Dude, no, seriously. Yeah. yeah. I've, I've been think trying it is. to think. I was it, at it, that mania, and I'm saying this was bigger. I'm saying it hit yeah. harder. It means more. I'm. I, I can't talk about it without crying. I'm, <laughs> I'm genuinely emotional yeah. about it. I went to tell Jennifer about it afterwards, and I almost started crying. I never thought that anything was going to hit as hard as Debray enduring that win because we've been trying to figure out in the group chat like what was the biggest story that happened that culminated where people lost their dicks like they lost it on this and obviously we're all Debray fans but this was like no this might be not just um bigger maybe better it's definitely better. I, I feel will, like a I traitor. I feel like, I feel like a traitor. No, because the D, it's not Debray. It's not a, an attack on Debray. The, the Debray story. It's a longer story. Yeah, it's a longer story. And um, you care so much more about both sides. With Daniel Bryan, it was just like, fuck yes. me, let him win. And then there was the Batista of it all that got kind of messy. Uh, and again, not a slur on my boy, Dave. Like it just, the components weren't as compelling as they are here. Because in this Agreed. one, yeah. you have two like multiple actually entirely independent storylines you have the bloodline storyline you have the um jay versus his own family members storyline you have sammy searching for belonging in the bloodline storyline you have kevin fighting for what he feels he was robbed of previously against roman in that storyline but you also have kevin and sammy and their storyline their own real friendship. You have the Jay and Sammy in there as well. There are so many different moving parts here. And I care about every single one of them. And I am invested on a level I did not know was possible. And I love wrestling. And I don't think I have ever loved wrestling as much as I love it right now. This is like a predator situation where it's like no matter who wins, we lose. Or <laughs> Alien you know, versus predator. Alien versus predator. No matter who wins, we lose. Where it is sure. very much like we care so much about every part of the story. No matter what happens, our hearts are going to break. That's really yeah. fucking hard work. You could tell me I had to write an essay about this storyline uh, right now and I could bang out like a 20,000 word oh. dissertation in two days uh, and it would yeah. need two days because I would need to redo it from the first day because of the tear stains that just destroyed the manuscript from the first draft that I wrote because yeah. I love this. You know, uh, I, I've heard in our notes which our, our wonderful producer Julian who is the hardest working man in podcasts put His together story. and he wrote here one of the bullet lines uh, bullet points is WWE's greatest story ever. And I posit that it is not just the WWE's greatest storyline ever. This may be the greatest story ever told in wrestling. I thought you were just going to say the greatest story ever told. Because I'm fine with it's that. It's the greatest too. story ever told. This is the Bible. <laughs> this is the Bible of wrestling. So over the Bible. I'll put on a beard and we'll start singing. It's you know, I thought about like, oh, I should write this in our group chat. And I the immediate thought was, I think Lindsay and Danielle will think that the Golden Lovers story is a better story because it took place over more time. However, the more I thought about it, I was like, well, that was something that sort of popped in and popped out and then they heated up, heated out. This has been nonstop. This is a uh, this is Shakespearean. This is a king who has built his kingdom on fear and intimidation Mm -hmm. disguised as respect and love. He is paranoid. 
He is disloyal in demanding loyalty from others. He tortured his own family and essentially jumped them into this tribe he's formed, claiming his like dominance over over his entire lineage, which is supremely impressive. So he carries this grand history of wrestling, this like quadrant or third of all of wrestling on his shoulders. And I'm gonna cry. Then then you have the story, you know, Jey Uso is the is the guy who fights him initially to try to, you know, he's trying to turn Darth Vader back, mm-hmm. but he's not fighting Darth Vader, he's fighting the Emperor, who will turn the lightning onto his son but this or onto is his twin brother how. to get him to acquiesce. This is why it's Shakespeare. It's not because of Sammy, because we've all been waiting yeah. for Sammy to turn. Uh, that's been yes. set up all along. He's an agitator, yeah. yeah. The yes. tragedy here and why Roman's arrogance, as you say, is his fatal flaw here, which is why I will write my essay. And in this essay, I will show you. It's Jay. Mm-hmm. Jay is the turn that is the 100%. tragic turn. Because as you say, yes. he's family, he's blood. He loves him. They love each other. But yeah. Roman's arrogance has gotten the better of him. He was waiting for Sammy to turn on him. He's been tra- daring Sammy to turn on him because he thought he was too weak and wouldn't do it. What he wasn't expecting was for Jay to just walk away. So that's the knife in the back. That's the one that no one, no one, she says in inverted commas, I'm sure someone did. But that's what we didn't see coming. And that's why this is heartbreaking, heartbreaking. Jay has become the most loyal protector of the bloodline because he's bought in fully to this idea yeah. that it is family and you back your family up no matter what, which is why he's so apprehensive. He was the last one that Sammy really he won over. He pushed back against it. He was the one that was like, prove to me that this is right. And he finally got broken down piece by piece by piece until he was broken to his lowest point and then accepted it in. Which is what they do in cults. Right, but that so <laughs> like, so Jay is like the huh? last one. Jay is the last one to accept him, brings him in, and then sees through Sammy's eyes for the first time, like everything that happened to him. He's watching happen. It's like he's outside of his own body, yep. watching it happen to him again. Yes, three years ago, it became that thing of like clicks and royalty and all that stuff where it's like well you're the new dude so i have to prove that i'm loyal by taking the heat away from me and putting it on you mm-hmm. and all of that stuff and it's just like um so i i gotta ask we are all writers here uh what would this be in like named in like the canterbury tales because <laughs> i'm thinking it would be like the right the um the royal folly of reigns or like something like that i mean i'll take it i i i refuse to read the canterbury tale so oh julian has his hand raised oh julian has julian the wife of bath has his hand julian yes i will i will just say the reason that i'm not totally comfortable saying it's better than golden lovers just because we haven't found the ending yet and um and i'm but i i do feel confident that they can stick it and once we get there that's what i'll make a final assessment but the reason that i think it's better than every wwe story is when i think back on all of the stories that wwe has done that everybody pointed out to me when i asked this question on twitter they said like oh kofi mania and um uh, which was the, dope. the yes movement like all these really really good stories that i i loved and was was absolutely a fan of to me the difference is that when you boil most of those down it's basically just a guy on his road to getting the championship and that's always going to be that can always work in wrestling this has yeah. a bajillion other layers onto it yeah. to the point where the title is basically like 
is more of a symbol uh, to to sell Roman's yeah. dominance yeah. more than it is like I'm gonna like I want to get to I want to be the top oh, of the yeah. mountain that type yeah. of thing. So Something that's like, to me why it's better is the relationships here. Kevin wants the title. We know Kevin wants the title because Kevin always wants yeah. the title. That's part of Kevin's character. But I think when Sammy and Roman that's... finally face off, and I wonder if this is how they pay this off, Sammy doesn't even want the title. You know, it's like for Sammy, it no. will be about getting himself back and his pride back. Because that's Roman's thing, right? With Sammy, he's like, oh, you want to be me? You want to be the tribal chief? You want you want the titles? And I, I think that would be a real heartbreaking, powerful moment for Sammy to be like, no, I don't even want your title. I just want to show you that I am better than you. Yeah. Like, I want that and match. So many of these feuds, amazing feuds, are about like, I'm good enough. I'm going to get the title. That's basically like what, like 99.9% of wrestling feuds but this yeah. has, I don't know, man, 50 years of fucking history behind it mm-hmm. because of all the bloodline stuff. And then you get Sammy in and all of the stuff. It's okay if a person is like, I just want to win the title. I want to be the best. Or I just want to beat you. I want to be the best. Sure. But when you're able to build in and remember that wrestling fans remember wrestling history and build that in and make that a huge crux of it. Oh, baby, you got a stew going. <laughs> I'm going to keep making potatoes I'm gonna keep, and you have a stew going on. Look, oh. I'm going to keep making uh, Predator references. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I also love that uh, after all these years, no matter where they go or who they fight, at the end of the day, at the end of it all, it's Sammy and Kevin. Yeah. Whether they're enemies or oh, whether they're friends, Sammy they cannot break. Kevin they are bonded to one another, it, like irresistibly. Ever. They draw in towards one another and constantly are, are in orbit around one another. And it's so compelling because it's born of a real life relationship between the two of them that they're laid out. You know, first, Sammy is helpless to help Kevin. Kevin is is handcuffed with the entirety of the bloodline attacking him. And then as Sammy's getting beaten up, Kevin can't do anything to help Mm -hmm. him because he's chained to the ropes. So they're, they are helpless in one another. They have yet to be reunited. We've really not seen them as babyface friends since NXT, since like the 30 seconds of NXT (laughs) until (laughs) 30 seconds we had before Kevin kicked his ass. The last time they they were together, they were obnoxious heels together. And it was more like just two heels together out of convenience rather than playing on their friendship. This is like, there are so many, there's Sammy and Jay, there's Sammy and Roman, there's Jay and Jimmy and Jay and Roman and and Solo and Jay and Jimmy. It's like we get Sammy and Roman and I don't think it needs to be a title belt. I think about, I think we just need Mm -hmm. to have it be on principle. I think we also need to have Sammy, Kevin, Jay versus Jimmy, Solo, Roman. I think that's a killer. Is the Mania match that's locked in Uso versus Uso? Do you think it's Uso on Uso violence? Jimmy and Jay? Because I would love to see a Jimmy versus Jay. I will take it. Uh, You know? I will pay money. I have paid money for it. I'll take it. If... If it were me, I wouldn't do anything to significantly move those storylines forward at WrestleMania. I would have Roman win and mm. beat Cody, and I would have I would have Sammy challenge him for the for the titles at SummerSlam and I'll tell you why. There is a nobility in the baby face who says, I don't care about the titles, I want to be better than you. Oh, There's also God, the idea yes. of the only way to, to defeat this guy 
to defeat the MCP is I've got to throw, Tron's got to throw the disc exactly in this point of weakness. And the point of weakness are his belts. If you take that away from him, he has no identity anymore. That is what props up his entire personality mm-hmm. is he's the top of the mountain. So you've got to mm-hmm. take him off the top of the mountain. Wrong. I, I think, think Sammy's the guy to do it. I think Samazlam's too far away. I think it's so fucking fire red hot now. We've already got to keep it going for two months. Um, and I I don't know if Cody will win because I don't think Cody needs to win. Honestly, he'll get those, he'll get a belt eventually. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? I just don't know if they can keep it going that long. And I think if we don't get three some years. kind of... Yeah, but exactly. Mm. But you, there's only so long you can keep it this white hot. It can't go forever. And honestly, as a fan, I, if I go to Mania and I don't get any resolution from any of this, I might set fire to something. Because I am so. You're not I'm gonna. Pumped. You're gonna. You're gonna make out with a wrestler. I mean, Mania is in LA this year, my friend. We're all making. <laughs> well, I mean, out with my wrestlers. husband and my brother will both be there, but like maybe I'm gonna make out with a wrestler. I don't know. Um, well, then maybe your husband and brother will wrestle. I'm not telling you how your uh, life works. Well, that wouldn't be the first. My, you know, my brother and I have wrestled, so that would make sense. Uh, I am the See? reigning undisputed champion of that belt. That match. makes sense. Uh, but yeah, yeah I, I sorry, need Bobby. Something. Oh God, that was so cunty. <laughs> I'm gonna need something. I'm gonna need something for a reason to smoke my cigarette um, after two whole days at SoFi. The tag team situation they're gonna have to deal with the soonest because how can they be tag champs if Jay is out? So do yeah. they lose those mm. belts at Elimination Chamber and then that's by Jay just walking out? You know, does Jay just be like, I'm not doing it? And then Adam Pierce is like, well, you gotta. Yeah. And then he just yeah. walks away and Jimmy loses in an epic beatdown, which could be versus Sammy. Kevin is in Montreal, but we're not. We've got to have Roman Sammy. We've got to have Roman Sammy. I don't know. I don't know anymore. It's all so exciting, and I just don't know. Uh, I like when it's exciting. Hal, what do you think about Elimination Chamber, the dumbest pay-per-view that has ever been? Yeah, I mean, you can't do too much there, can you? Like, you don't want to. Like, that's not the place to blow off this storyline. But Sammy didn't enter and win the Royal Rumble. So you have yeah. to either take away Cody's title opportunity or you have to insert Sammy into the match and make it a triple threat, which, which doesn't work done. for for any yeah. of it. They've they done. have, but it's that's not the match you want. No. So you still don't get the resolution. Involved, there are other there are other matches you can have, including Jay versus Jimmy or Jay versus Sammy. Like yep. Sammy's still gotta if if Sammy wants to wrestle Roman, he's gonna have to earn it. Yeah. He's gonna have to. He's gonna Roman's have to. Roman's gonna run away. Roman's gonna be sneaky and refuse. He's, yes. Yeah. He's gonna have to ride his his bike down the riverside and fight <laughs> King Hippo and yeah. Don Flamenco and everybody on uh, 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 what's the Russian guy's name? Uh, Soda Popinski. All of those Sotopopinski. guys on the way up to to fighting the main guy. Yeah. He's got to work for it, and there's a lot of story you can tell there. In the meantime, it doesn't all have to be even solo matches, but like the weirdest thing for Roman's character would be for him to show up on Friday and act all fired up about Sami Zayn, even if he is. The Roman thing is to play it off as like he's disloyal and that's what happens and I'm still here, I'm still standing, I'm the tribal chief, I'm the head of the table, yada, yada, yada. I'm down for the Usos to lose those belts at Elimination Chamber, though and set something up there. I don't yeah. even think it matters who they lose them to. I don't, but I think that 
shows the beginnings of the cracks into the bloodline, I think that's like, oh shit, we lost a thing. This is the first time we lost a thing. Especially if Jay is like out, you know, if Jay just refuses or whatever it is. Because then mm-hmm. I do think Mania is a fucking long show. It's two days of long shows and so many belts are tied up. And I think separating the belts, the tag team belts again and putting them on Mania goes a long way to making Mania storylines exciting again. I do also just want to give a shout out because credit where credit's due. The camera work on this segment was insane and we would be remiss not to mention it. It was incredible. There were so many stills that it looked like movies, like the three of them in the ring, the way Kevin was framed Mm -hmm. with Sammy in the foreground and Kevin in the background. That one moment of the acting when when Roman had been slapping uh, Sammy in the face and then Sammy just for a split second squared up to him and they were forehead to forehead before Sammy turned away. It was like, oh yeah. my God, this is tense. And I was watching it with Jeff and Jeff's brother who is like a very fancy indie film person who like literally has never watched wrestling and hates it. Uh, mm-hmm. And he was completely engaged. They were both completely engaged with it because it wasn't wrestling yeah. anymore. It transcended wrestling. Uh, and it became, I'm going to say art. It became acting. It go. became, and it, it really it is, was though. sports entertainment in that moment. It was acting. And the passion of it transcended fandom. I think if we make money making art, we're all allowed to decide that wrestling okay. is art. It's, I, that was art. That segment was art. Done. The camera work, the storytelling, the performances, everything in it. Roman dropping the flowers. Mm. Oh, and the flower resting in Sammy's throat. So it looks like his throat yep. has been slit. Like mm-hmm. all of it was, oh, oh, I can't. And hey, as long as we're saying stuff, Marvel films are cinema. <laughs> if you want to share some thoughts on the bloodline and the road to WrestleMania, visit us on any of our social network accounts via the links in our show notes. When we come back, we've got three things from wrestling we want to share with you. That's up next on Tights and Fights. Hi, I'm Ketchup. And I'm Socks. And I'm ball bearings. And I'm pigeons. And I'm water towers. And I'm cardboard. Surprise, we're actually humans. Humans making a podcast about those kinds of topics. Because those are real episode topics on the podcast, secretly incredibly fascinating. That's a podcast where we take ordinary seeming things like ketchup and socks and cardboard and bring you the little known history and science and stories that make those things secretly incredibly fascinating. Secretly incredibly fascinating. The title of the podcast. Hear the back catalog anytime and hear new amazing episodes every Monday at MaximumFun.org. Welcome back to Tyson Fights. I'm Hal Lublin and I'm joined today by Danielle Radford and Lindsay Kelk. Now it's time to share the joy of wrestling with you. Brought to you by Tiege Hanley Anti-Chafing Ball Powder. This is the three count. Watch my three count. Danielle, what would you like to put over? I would like to put over a woman after my own heart who surprised her husband with a backstage pass to the Royal Rumble where he got to meet some of his heroes and just have fun. And in the comments, a bunch of people are like, ooh, women wouldn't let you do that. And it's like, no one took 
a thought about maybe she liked it, but whatever. Fuck it. It was great. I loved it. It was very cute. He was very happy. Here we go. I teamed up with WWE to surprise hey, my so husband. Funny. I'm sorry, like, we just wanted to ask you a couple questions about WWE. We went backstage. Howdy, partner. <laughs> oh, MJ, it's Seth Rollins. What? You ready? Oh, MJ. You ready to play? Stop playing right Come now, bro. That man is stunned. I'm sorry. I like love. You know, I like friendship. I also like love. And this was just like her love and I. Good for awesome. them. Lindsay? Oh, so I cute. have two things I want to put over because one just snuck up on me. Uh, the main thing I wanted to put over was the return of Kana, which we've talked a little bit about, but um, Oscar coming back. Uh, I don't know if everyone listening watches her YouTube channel, but she's been posting these videos on YouTube about her trip back to Japan over the holidays and how she was searching for something she had lost and how she couldn't find it. Uh, and the videos were very out of character with her usual YouTube persona, which is just the nicest woman who ever did live. Uh, it was she was kind of moody and not looking at the camera and very quiet and and she seemed really depressed and down and everyone was like she's gonna do a thing and we don't know what the thing is and the thing was <laughs> the murder clown and I know there have been murder clowns ah. there are murder clowns but a lady murder clown I think is really exciting she's gonna <sighs> kick some heads off shoulders again and I am <sighs> so ready for Oscar to feel dangerous again I am so excited about this I don't want to hear a peep out of her I thought she was great on Raw when she came out during Carmella <laughs> segment and just like let the blue bleed out of her mouth i loved it and i want her to win sorry bianca i want her to win at mania because she got fucked against charlotte when they ended her streak i'm still really mad about that i was there it was the first mania i took bobby to my brother came out for that one he's coming ah. out for this one and i really want her to win and it's nothing to do with bianca who is obviously exceptional and incredible that I want my murder clown with a belt and I want everyone terrified of her. The other thing I want to put over, Dave Bautista did an interview recently when uh, he was talking about wanting to be in a rom-com and how he would never get cast in a rom-com or offered rom-coms. It was very sad. He said, oh, am I not handsome enough? I think maybe I'm not handsome enough to do a rom-com or be in a romance. And it made me so sad. And so many people messaged me and said, you should write a rom-com for Dave Bautista. Um, so I have reached out to Dave. Uh, I tweeted Dave and told him I'll write him a rom-com. Watch this space, you know? I got some ideas for you, Dave. I'll put oh, you in a rom-com any day of the week. You're funny, you're me. handsome, you're charming, you're charismatic. I want to see you fall in love with a lady on my big screen whilst making me laugh in a charming and wholesome way. That's what I want. And he has what so he many big dogs. Yeah, he loves yeah. dogs. Give him what he wants. I mean... Yeah. Must Love Dogs 2, coming must soon from Lindsay Kelk. Must Love Dogs 2, starring Dave Bautista, written by Lindsay Kelk. Uh, still Must Love Dogs. Still still loves dogs. Maybe let's go with Must yeah. Love's Cats and see where we end up. Uh, I think it's going to work out. I think it's going to work out. All right. Sounds good. I like it. I'm going to put over Sami Zayn's Twitter. Go look at it. Mm. That's it. He's killing it. Go look at it. That's it. I'm not going to tell you anymore. I'm not going to explain it. I'm not going to describe it. I want you to go look. Do it for yourself. Go on your own journey. That does it for this episode of Tights and Fights. This week, your hosts were Lindsay Kelk and Danielle Radford, along with me, Hal Lublin. You can catch me in a bunch of different things. Some things coming later. Some things out now. I am Garmantuous. So deal with it. Danielle? Just check on my Twitter. I am working on a new TTRPG program set in the 
Star Trek universe. Check my Twitter. I got the info. One to beam, Lindsay. Yeah, usually this is when I would tell you I have books and I want you to go read those books. But today I'm like, just go to my Twitter and like, let's get that tweet to Dave. <laughs> my Twitter is at Lindsay Kelk. Let's write that man a rom-com. It made me so sad, Hal. He deserves to be happy and like love himself and know that he is loved. Everyone is beautiful. You're beautiful, Dave. Go to Twitter and yes. let's get that message You out. are. That, those are good problems to have, but they're problems nonetheless, and I hope they get solved. Somebody put him in a movie. Our producer is three, two, pun. <laughs> Julian Burrell, senior producer at Maximum Fun, is Laura Swisher. Mike Eagle is the voice behind our theme music, so we're putting him over for that. Thank you to all the Max Fun members that keep this show going. Keep up with us all week long on all of our social media channels. Those are in the show notes for your convenience. That's also where you can find the official Tights and Fights t-shirt. Put us on your back. It'll be really fun for you and great for us. We'll be back next week for more, you guessed it, wrestling. Tights and Fights Podcast. Tights and Fights. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.